want you to get a taste of this real quick. Get some good soaking music. You ever just lay back, relax, and listen to some soaking music? Lay hands on your soul, right in your belly, and let the glory of God do a work in you? Hallelujah. Don't you know that's how God heals you? Through marinating? If you're always in anxiety, you can't get healed. But if you're in peace, the God of peace crushes Satan under your feet. Amen? If you're stuck in your, your brain attached to your flesh, there's no peace in that realm. So it's a, literally a waste of time. Now there's some stuff you can do there. I mean, you know, sailing and surfing and whatever, skateboarding, you know, bicycling. And that's all fun and dandy, but you'll really enjoy that stuff a lot more if you go higher in the glory. And the peace and the goodness that you're looking for is through Jesus, the gate into the glory of God. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father. Understand, the Father is the glory, except through me, except through Jesus Christ, except through His sacrifice at Calvary, where He died on the cross. It's through faith in Jesus that you enter the glory, that you go through the cross. You could call the cross a portal, because it is. It's a portal. <laughs> you go right through the cross. You go right through the veil of His flesh. You go right through the blood of the Lamb to the Father. That's why he said you go through me to the Father. If you're not into the Father yet, you're not into the glory yet. The Father is the glory. Amen? So it's all about the glory. It's all about restoring the sons and the daughters of all nations back to the glory of the Father through Jesus, through the cross. You put your, your mind through the cross. You put your heart through the cross. You put your body through the cross. You can take your whole body through the cross. <laughs> Jesus did, didn't he? Did Jesus take his body up into heaven? Did Enoch? Did Elijah? Come on. Amen. Elijah went up in a whirlwind. You think Elijah went up through the cross? That's the only way you overcome death. He was friends with Jesus. How do you think Enoch... He ne never died because he pleased God. He went through the cross. He was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Mystics of old used the cross as a portal as the, the sacrificed lamb of God had not yet been sacrificed in the natural timeline, but in the eternity realm, he had already been slain. So those that knew God and had revelation of God could use the slain lamb sacrifice in the Old Covenant. That's how Psalms 110 says King David was a priest forever in the Melchizedek order. And his throne is an everlasting throne that remains forever. How could a man 3,000 years ago be operating in the New Covenant? Faith. In the realm of eternity, in the glory realm, outside the natural limitations of the flesh, outside the curse of the fall, outside the, the law of Moses, outside the stars and sands, in the kingdom of heaven. Amen.
You can live out of the kingdom of heaven while you're on earth. So you go through the cross and then you get to know the Father. And that's when you begin to have what's called Habakkuk 2.14, the knowledge of the glory. The knowledge of the glory covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. Without the knowledge of the glory, you can't walk in the glory. And who teaches you the glory? The Father Himself. And the Father is in the sons. The Father Himself teaches every day at Joel's Bar. (laughs) We can do nothing of our own, it is written. It's the Father in me that does the works. It's the Father in you that does the works. Do you know the Father in you? Jesus said it was the Father in Him. Jesus knew the Father inside His body. He was the first one to operate like that since Adam and Eve, to have the Father internally inside His body, with the Spirit without measure, with the Spirit of glory without measure. He was the first Son of God of many sons and daughters of God. In Hebrews it says brothers and sisters. So it's sons and daughters of God, brothers and sisters of the same bloodline of the blood of the Lamb, which is the glory of God. Amen? Jesus Christ is the firstborn to walk with the fullness of the Father through His body. And now we walk with the fullness of the Father through our body. How? By revelation and revelation removes the grave off of our eyes and off of our hearts and off of our flesh, which is really just forgiving the sins and unburying our spirit from the dust of the earth. Daniel chapter 12, in that day, many shall rise from the dust of the earth. In other words, they'll have their sins forgiven. Sin forgiven is not external, but internal. It's having your spirit unburied from the world, from the stars and the sands of the world. Of every little idol, of every little immoral thing, every little lying tongue, every little serpent in the garden, everything that you've entertained in your heart that's not from the third heaven is sin. It's true. Anything not of faith is sin. It is written. And all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. So when you're not falling short of the glory and you're in the glory, you're not sinning anymore. How many of y'all know we're not sinners, we're now saints, because we live out of the glory realm? Amen? That's what makes you a saint, that you don't practice the dust of the earth, you don't practice universalism of having anything in the universe in your heart. No stars, no sands in your heart, Uh uh-uh. Abraham be ticked off at you right now. He's like, no, that's your inheritance. That's added unto you. The world, the cosmos, the stars and the sands, the gates of the heavens, the windows of the earth, and everything of the goodness of the land is added unto you of the universe once you have the third heaven in you, once you have faith in you, once you're walking in the Father in you doing the works. Amen? So ministry is all about just removing everything out of your heart and mind that isn't the Father. (laughs) Amen? Until the only one that's in you is just how Jesus lived, the Father in me. Where you don't have any other identification with anything in the world except the Father. You know? No consciousness of self. No self-awareness. No worries, no cares. If you have the Father in you, you can't worry or care. It's not possible. Because there's no self. 
And worry and care is a form of pride because you're trying to take care of yourself apart from the Father possessing your bodies. When your Father is in you, then I mean, how many of you know that the creation was created by the Father? Maybe you don't know that, and that's why you're still in sins. And so you need your spirit unburied from sin, which is the dust of the world. Having the universe in you is sin. Amen? That's all sin is, is having the dust of the earth, the serpent's food, creation in your heart. So you get creation in your heart, and the Creator springs up in your heart. This is the verse He gave me for today. Revelation 7:17. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and He will guide them to the springs of the waters of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is a season of the great shepherd, the great shepherd of all souls, and the father of all spirits, leading all nations to the fountains of life. What is the fountain of life? It's drinking the glory of God. It's going through the cross, going deeper in God, going into the waterfall of the Garden of Eden, of your Father in heaven, and receiving His love. It's liquid love. It's a river of life. Revelation 22, when I saw a river proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb. And this is the river that comes out of our hearts and waters the earth, that covers the earth. That's the knowledge of the glory. The glory is the river. And the river comes through you once your mind is renewed to the place of yielding to the greater one in you and resisting the lesser, weaker one that's in the world. (laughs) So you have all that natural stuff trying to block up your well, like in the Old Covenant. When Jacob would take his sheep out, you know, he'd find the enemies would have put a bunch of junk. They'd actually put scorpions in the wells. Did you know that? So that you couldn't drink it. They'd poison the wells. Read the Old Testament. So that they couldn't feed the sheep any good water. That was a common characteristic through all the Old Testament. They would steal the water supply. They would, they would put all kinds of snakes and scorpions, and they put manure in the well. They would. These were the enemies of God. And they would block up the well. That's the only thing the enemy has ever tried to do in your entire life through the natural realm is block up your well of salvation, Christ in you, the river of glory. Amen? And Revelation, now understanding the scheming tactics of the serpents in the garden, using the natural realm to hurt you, using misunderstanding Leviathan to twist the preacher's words so that you get offended by something you didn't even hear correctly. We've seen that a hundred thousand times. It's like, I'll say one thing, they'll hear another thing, because they have a Leviathan spirit twisting the word, so they interpret it through pride, and it comes off offensive instead of being a word of power that can save your souls, you know? When the heart is just perfect love towards everyone, how can someone misinterpret it as hatred? How can they misinterpret it as drug and alcohol abuse? That's how we're getting all the negative comments in our Facebook page. It's like, well, they don't know the glory of God. And they're often Christians. Christians that have been living in the wilderness, not knowing the promised land of the Father's goodness, the Father's glory, the milk and honey, getting tickled with the Father. 
getting refreshed and prospered with the Father, living in the promised land. You know, for 2,000 years, there's always been some Christians living in the promised land. It's been available for 2,000 years. Since Pentecost, you could live in the promised land. Pentecost is next weekend. I believe God's doing something tremendous and global. You could even call it a global Pentecost. Amen? You feel all of this increase of glory and all this increase of love. We're seeing signs and wonders of physical manifest anointing over the whole realm of Minnesota, like an open heavens. And I'm sure you're tasting it all over America. I bet you you're tasting it all over the world. Send us your reports of what you're experiencing in the heavens and in the earth and in the goodness of God and in the river of life. We'd love to hear from you. Join the Red Letter Ministries Facebook group and begin participating and sharing testimonies and sharing experiences and build each other up. There's people from all over the world in there. They're always just iron sharpening iron. You're not alone. We care. (laughs) We're here to be your friends. Amen. And to the capacity that we can help you, we'll help you. And it's, it's the army of God. It's the family of God. It's the body of Christ. It's real, eternal, everlasting love. These relationships that you've made are not just internet relationships. I mean, these are eternal relationships. Many of you will begin knowing each other, even in chariots of fire, and by translation and by transportation, as the glory increases. And you begin to move in the spirit of Elijah, like you're predestined foreordained to do. This generation is predestined foreordained to be a bunch of mystics. That's why they're so hard on the drugs. Because the drug, you, you need to fill that void and be so out of your mind high because God created you that way. He did. That's not a mistake. And that realm that you're looking for is the realm I'm preaching on today. It's the Father's glory. It's the realm of Eden. (laughs) I live in that realm. You can live in that realm by faith too. Every word that I preach has the impartation of the experience of me living in that realm. And I can impart it to you as a gift of grace. Amen? Every word. That's why preaching is so important. It's not just for tickling the head. Every word is a container to go deeper in God. Apostolic preaching was the primary activity of Jesus Christ in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Apostolic preaching was the primary activity of the Apostle Paul and all his ministry. That's the main thing Jesus and the Apostles did was preach, and they also did many accompanying signs and wonders that will always accompany the preaching of the glory of God, the preaching of the good news of the Jubilee of the Father present with you now through Jesus Christ, because you're bringing the realm of the cherubim, the realm of the seraphim, the realm of the four living creatures, the realm of the throne, the realm of the rainbow mind of Christ, the realm of Noah's promise of world peace. You know, that's what we have the dove of the symbol of world peace for, for how many hundreds of years. It's all symbolizing the days of Noah. But the religious spirit has twisted it into being like, oh, natural disasters, doom and gloom, paranoia, fear, 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 guillotines and microchips. That's all Satan. Just whack all that crap in the lake of fire. Jesus Christ promised I'll never destroy the earth in like manner. Now comes the floods of love, 
The Lord visited the earth and intoxicated it. He wants everyone to come into his house of wine. Song of Solomon 2.4 He brought them into the house of wine. The house of wine is the love of the Father that's stronger than death of anything that's been hurting your feelings. I mean, and you can't just look at others because that's where a lot of people go astray. They'll start looking at their spouse and they'll get frustrated. I mean, I've done that a thousand times. I mean, I'm still learning all the same stuff you guys are. And I'm just learning how to be more like the, my Father in Heaven in every way, every day. And that's why we go from glory to glory. And you just learn to love perfectly. You learn the Father's thoughts. You learn the Father's ways. You learn how to speak like your Father in Heaven speaks. Ephesians 5.1 Like well-beloved children imitate their Father. Imitate God. What you see the Father doing, that's what you're doing. Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing. That's how he lived. He literally swung like Tarzan, thought from thought of the thoughts of the Father. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, it is written. Well, now through Christ, we better be up there in his thoughts, swinging like Tarzan, thought to thought. That's what carries you every day. That's how you live life on earth is that you receive the thoughts from the Father and you live in the thought of the Father. The thought of the Father is your daily bread. That's the provision for today. It's a creative miracle. Every thought of God is creative, has power in it, has angels in it, <laughs> has healing in it, it has adventure in it, has fulfillment in it. It does every thought. Not one thought that's ever come from God was a bad thought that didn't have fun and joy and, and glory in it. Well, what about the Old We're not in the Old Testament. The Old Testament, you had to work around all kinds of horrible stuff with the fallen angels. We're in the New Covenant now, 2,000 years. Just get over it. Get into the New Covenant. 2,000 years deep in the New Covenant. I think we should be really deep into the Father's thoughts. And if we're not, we're going to need a lot of deliverance from religious devils. Because the religious devils are what keep you in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant. They do. They're the ones that keep you under the law, keep you beat up, keep you in Kabbalah, keep you in Masonic sorcery, keep you under the curse. That's what Masonic sorcery is. That's what Kabbalah is. That's what Freemasonry is. That's what religious magic arts of Janis and Jambres are. It's practicing Judaism or Christianity in an old covenant that doesn't know about the river of life and the glory life. And that's when you've seen all these Christians come around angry and manifesting. It's because they're in the old covenant under fallen angels still. And they're practicing Christianity in the old covenant. The old covenant doesn't exist. There is no old covenant now. The veil's been torn. Anyone that's not in the new covenant is under Satan and his angels. That's why so many Christians are miserable, sick, nasty, angry and murderous. I mean, you see the comments they write us every single day on our public page. Mean. Super mean people. They'll do anything to hurt my feelings because it's not even that they want revelation or they want healing. They want to kill me because I reveal my life that I live that there is so much more in the glory, in the promised land and that's what exposes their works are evil, that they're hypocrites and they're actually serving religious demons. They're ministers of Satan and not ministers of Jesus Christ. They don't want reconciliation with me. They want me dead. You understand that? I don't think you do yet. <laughs> this isn't like negotiation with the old covenant sorcerers of Kabbalah and those that practice the magic arts of religion, those who practice the law, those who practice Christianity of the flesh. 
those who participate in the works of Jezebel that murders the spirit of Elijah. There's no cooperation between the living and the dead. God is the God of the living and not the dead. He will separate us even further from the Kabbalah, from the works of sorcery, from the magic arts. And He will demonstrate through us all of His glory and utterly annihilate Jezebel and all the principalities of Satan and his angels into the lake of fire by the manifestation of the sons of God in great glory. And it's the hundredfold glory that will come forth now through the sons and daughters of the brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ that will eliminate all the confusion of religion. Religion is confusion. Religion makes God about you. Christianity is about Christ. And you are the living sacrifice. Making it about you is actually sorcery. Making it about God the Father is heaven on earth. Adam and Eve weren't even aware of their bodies until they left the glory cloud. And then they realized, wow, I have a body. It's true, if you read the book of Adam and Eve. The book of Adam and Eve is highly inspired. I wouldn't consider it scripture. It's a first century book. The first book of Adam and Eve, the second one gets real weird. But the first book of Adam and Eve says that Adam and Eve didn't even know they had physical bodies and had never seen the Son until they came out of the glory of the presence of the Father. That's the curse of the fall. That's the fall. Now the reverse of the fall is going back into the glory so deeply like we are here at Red Letter Ministries and completely getting undone from the flesh and completely losing identity of self. That's how you reverse the curse. They, were, they became fallen creatures when they came out of the glory. You become resurrected creatures when you go back into the glory. And the glory is in the Word. That's why the preaching of the Gospel is the most important activity of all the apostles in the New Testament. It's truth anyhow. You know, if there was anything else, I'd be doing it right now. Trust me, we've been in full-time ministry 13 years. This is the most important thing to God the Father. Bringing the containers of faith so that everyone can have an impartation of His glory working in their hearts so they can overcome their flesh and be pulled into the deeper realm of His glory every day and go from glory to glory and have all the world washed out of them. That's what makes you sons and daughters of God. He loves you no matter what. Even if you reject His glory, He loves you just the same. But that's the only fulfillment you ever will find in life is by boldly approaching the Father's throne and being filled with His light. It's called the light of salvation. It's not the light of the sun and the moon. No, this is a natural light. It's the light of the glory. The light of salvation is the Shekinah glory, and it burns by the anointing oil of the seven spirits of God before His throne. Hallelujah. He has given you the anointing to burn in the Shekinah glory in your hearts, shining ever brighter to the full dawning of day. And the paths of the righteous shine. They shine bright. And you go from glory to glory by an ever-increasing anointing by swinging on the thoughts of the Father towards you. You get up and you get out of yourself every day. I die to myself. I die daily. And I want to hear from heaven. I'll start out with an hour of praise, an hour of worship, just soaking and baking and enjoying God and in the rich presence. And I just swing through the whole day on my Father's thoughts every day. That's how we can broadcast all the new fresh glory and the fresh manna every day. 
a thousand broadcasts in the last three years, just living off of the hidden manna, living off of the high glory realm, and opening it up for everyone that is interested to go higher in God, to receive these words and have them be imparted into their hearts, and it will unlock in your hearts the same experiences in the same kingdom of heaven dimension, the glory dimension. And it's all in the container of the Word of God and by the preaching of the Word of God from the sons of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Come into financial partnership with Red Letter Ministries and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.